What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. We have made it to San Diego. Alex and I are here on the field at Petco Park. Uh, as we stand currently, Yankees, Guardians in the American League, it's not even underway yet. They're in a delay, so the original plan was to wait until after that game. Yep. It all went out the window, and they don't even know what's going to happen there. So. The real deal is here on the National League side of things. The NLCS is set to begin. This field is beautiful. Alex, we made it. We're we here. did. We had a fun little carpool down today, the three of us, producer Bartlett and I, you and me, and immediately came to the field, and it yep. was just such a cool, epic vibe down here. Showed up right around Phillies. You never – you never um, it never gets old, like no. walking out onto a field for the first time. I know you – did it for 10 years with the Angels, yeah. and now you're doing it again. But uh, you told me something that I didn't – I really threw me off. Yeah, so this is my first time back on a baseball field since the last game I covered with the Angels over a year ago. And it was just such an epic, like, chills all over my body walking down, stepping on the dirt again, just so happy to be back. And my first time covering the postseason, Love so that. just – you know who's having also a good time. excited to be here? Because, as you mentioned, we got here right when the, the Phillies, Phillies were doing batting. their workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to a, a few of the guys, and their excitement level is, like, next – like, it's almost like a, a kid getting ready to start their season for the first time. Like, the excitement level coming from what they just experienced in Philly to here where they're going to be playing in the NLCS when even they didn't expect it. Like, one of the guys said, like, who saw this coming? Like, yeah. there's no way anybody saw Phillies and Padres coming, and uh, we we certainly didn't. But just just hearing the guys being out on the field, like you said, this is special. This is one of my favorite ballparks. If you've never experienced Petco Park, you need to, and it will be unlike anything in uh, a couple of hours. Less we're less than 24 hours. Ooh, away. I was like, couple of hours tonight. Yeah. Do you know something I don't know? No. Okay, we're talking about tomorrow. It's, yeah, I mean 24. I got Technically, it. a couple okay. of two. But we I'll are less it. than 24 hours away from NLCS Game One getting underway. Um, I'm ex I'm so excited for this series. We will be here every game. We will be in Philly every game that is there. Uh, this is going to be a blast, and it all gets started tomorrow night with such an epic pitching matchup like fans are in for a treat yeah you got you Darvish you got Zach Wheeler two of the best on the mound getting things started for game one what are you most looking forward to from those guys well that that matchup in itself I think is you know on the American League side of things you've seen those series go so long yeah. that you might not be able to to add up your to match up correctly but on this side of things Padres got the job done here. Yep. Phillies got the job done without going back to Atlanta. So mm -hmm. they're both able to set up their rotations how they want to. And you got your guys going. Zach Wheeler, in case anybody forgot, was in the running for the Cy Young Award last year. He was unbelievable. There's an argument he could have won the Cy Young Award. Um, he was that good. And you, Darvish, has just continued to fly under the radar for mm -hmm. years now. He, he is dominant. He was up there in K per nine percentage this year, so he's going to strike out a bunch of guys. Like, when you look at a series as a fan, yeah. as somebody covering this, like, you know, there's games, like, 
the other series going five games in Cleveland and, and New York, those guys aren't going to be able to, to match up in a game one with the Astros, yeah. which is an advantage for one of the teams being the Astros. But it's almost like it makes it like the NLCS is underway, two teams that deserve to be here, and they mm-hmm. both have their guys going in that first game. Yep. And I think that almost makes it a little more like, all right, this is the best against the best, our best against your best. Let's get after it, and I'm really excited for it. I'm so excited. You also have a day to really kind of take in the moment of winning that divisional series, so then get ready for the championship series. And you could see it with the guys down here. They felt confident. You can tell they're rested. They are ready to go. And the cool thing with both these teams is I don't think anybody expected either of them to be here in this moment, yeah. taking out the the one and two seed, the five and six seed, which is just crazy. They were playing meaningful baseball down to the very last game, fighting to get into this postseason. Yeah. And you can see the advantage that that gives them just through the wild card series and the divisional series. Like they are locked in and they are ready to go. I, I one thing that. From everybody I talked to, yeah, I was asking them about the environment that they had played in and if they had ever seen anything like it. And that's what makes me so pumped up for this series is both of these stadiums here in San Diego and in Philly are going to be atmospheres unlike any other. And Brandon Marsh, I was talking to him a, a couple hours ago, and I talked to him about that home run that he hit in game four, that three-run homer he hit, and he just said, I blacked out. The place was as loud as I've ever heard anything. And he said, it's like I was it's like I was running on clouds every single step. And uh, that's what I'm going to feel like. And that's what I hope we all feel like. We're going to bring you all along with us this whole trip. And it's almost like we're on cloud nine out here. And you're you're not on cloud nine. You're standing on a box. So <laughs> yeah. I'm on F- cloud nine. Funny story, guys. I am a, yeah, shorty on a box <laughs> is back for the postseason here. But the other thing I loved about what Marsh said is, you know, he really was able to take in that moment. And you don't want to rewatch your videos in the clubhouse, but he had a chance to kind of go through social media. And he said he rewatched the video like 10 times. And he was in awe that he got that moment and was a part of that. And it was just such a big moment for the team. Yeah, that was special for sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. This key players to watch. Key players to watch in this series. Yeah, let's do um, that. You go first. You know, for me, the first name, hearing you say that. Yeah. Trent Grisham, for me. Oh, your hero? um, Greatest baseball player (laughs) of all time. In the series? Um, My key last series, if Mm -hmm. they wanted to beat the Dodgers, was that Trent Grisham needs to continue to be the greatest player of all time. Sort of joking, but half serious, because of what he means for the depth of the lineup. So you say key players of the series. My my immediate thought goes to, well, if Trent Grisham hitting in the 8-9 spot in the lineup Mm -hmm. can continue to hit, um, that makes this Padres lineup go from dangerous to really dangerous yeah when you have guys at the bottom end of the lineup that can hit just as strong as the top and middle of the order you're unstoppable at that point yeah unstoppable another one for me uh ranger suarez on the Mm. philly side of things we all know about zach wheeler who we're gonna see here right next to us on that mound in 24 hours and aaron nola yeah but ranger suarez is their number three starter and he is so valuable to this team because you, you know the starters you're getting. You know, you know you got your one guy and you got your two guy, but if you can get some innings. And Ranger Suarez was underrated all year long and was good last year. He was good this year, and we've seen him be good in the playoffs. He's the real deal, but for me, 
you know you have your one and two. If he can come out as a legitimate number three and be as good as he has shown he can be, that would be huge for this Phillies team. So that you need more than a one and two. Mm-hmm. Ranger Suarez gives you that three. So he's really important for me. All right. The, the two players that I'm uh, watching out for, the key players, mm-hmm. starting with the Padres, is Manny Machado. He has really stepped up as that leader on the team. Not just, I guess who he is and the player he is, but leading by example. He's making the big plays. He's he's getting the big hits. And listening to him uh, talk today, just saying how this team is really coming together and clicking on all cylinders, it's something dangerous when that happens. Also heard uh, Bob Melvin mention that as well, that yeah. just the fact that they were fighting to get to this point of the season, to the very last game, it felt like a playoff game. So it's felt like they've been playing playoff baseball for the last, what, three weeks? More than that, probably. Month? I mean, they were a wild card. When you're in that wild card spot, you're, just you're constantly constant. like, hey, we need to go. Yeah. And then, okay, so moving over to the Phillies, key player to watch is um, Brendan Marsh. I mean, he just had a moment that, as a young player, when you experience something like that, it can really spark something in you. And mm-hmm. we had a chance to talk to him on the field today. And the way he said this team is so locked in together, every single player is locked into every other player's at bat, every pitch. And they want you to succeed from the rookies to the veterans. Everybody is so locked in. And when you have something like that, it motivates you to be better and want to be better. And I just think we're going to see something special and see him break out in this postseason. I agree. And we've already seen him to a degree breakout and it was cool like you said hearing him say you know you you just like dream of those moments like it was so cool playing in that atmosphere because you know being in that moment and then he he made a moment he made a moment himself yeah and how cool was that if I could throw one more player in there yeah throw Juan it in. Soto. okay just gonna throw that in there yeah um, Juan Soto because in the regular season we saw maybe his numbers not be accustomed to what we have seen in the past mm-hmm. but he by far led the league in walks and He's not a – guess what? Walks in the postseason are big. He's just getting on base yeah. a lot. So we all know the hitter he is, but I think his ball game, the way he plays baseball, is even more valuable in the postseason when he's either – feels like he's either getting a hit or getting on base. So yeah. uh, Juan Soto for me is a guy that – and we saw him drive the ball a lot against the, yeah. against the Dodgers. So, Hard hit balls. Uh, Juan Soto for sure. Okay, we're moving on to okay. the Padres will win if and the Phillies Ooh. will win if. Me or you first. You're going to go first. Let's start with the Padres will win if. The Padres will win if. Okay. I'm going to go against what I – last time I went with Trent Grisham, but I already talked about Trent Grisham. So I'm going to go this time. The Padres will win if Blake Snell. Whoa. Okay. Is dominant Blake Snell. Now, we've seen from him this year and in the past when Blake Snell is on – you're not beating him. Mm-hmm. He's that dominant. He's throwing upper 90s, wipeout stuff. When he's not on, it's hit or miss. He could be all over the place. He could be missing the strike zone, and then he's having to pitch himself out of jams. Next thing you know, he's thrown four innings, maybe hasn't given up much runs, but he's got to come out of the game. When he's locked in, mm-hmm. he's locked in and mowing through guys. We've seen him in the World Series in the past get to seven. He probably should have gone longer, but that's a different yep. story for a different day. Yep. Blake Snell, for me, if he can be a guy – and he's probably going to throw game two here, and then he's going to get another start. So he's going to get two starts in this series. Ooh. If you're if the Padres get good Blake Snell, I think they win this series. Okay. Mine is the Padres will win if 
they continue to play with the fire and the belief that they had to get them to this point. As I said earlier, they've been playing playoff baseball for the last month to even get to this point. If they keep doing that, there's something special. There's a fire that kind of sparks in these players when you have that momentum and that belief. So if they continue to do that, I think they got it. I'll also add before we move on there, a little bit of a mixture of both of ours. Okay. The Padres will also win if that series against the Dodgers wasn't their World Series. Oh, interesting. That was, that was, they were the little brother against the big brother. Everybody in the stands knows that. That was like, that felt like a World Series. Yeah. So it's now time to move on and get to the World Series and win a World Series. That wasn't, you, you got to put that in the past now and go ahead and win. Which is interesting because they said that was a series they had circled and they were looking for right. and why they got Juan Soto and why they built up. Yeah. Very interesting. Also, look at you using the big brother, little brother analogy. It's your analogy. I don't like it. It's okay. I'm happy that you did it. Okay, (laughs) moving on. Okay. The Phillies will win if. The Phillies will win if they get a win from a pitcher other than Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. And I have said that before, and it turned out true. Yeah. That was my they will win if last time, and they end up getting a a win in a game started by Ranger Suarez. That's what's going to need to happen again. Those two guys that I mentioned – Nola and Wheeler yeah. are going to get two starts in this series. Yeah. You need to get a win from somebody else. Yeah. So if the Phillies win a ball game started by somebody other than those two, I think they'll win the series. All right. Mine is the Phillies will win if their bats stay hot. Now, my last one was if Bryce Harper played like MVP Bryce Harper, which he did, yeah. and his bat was hot. But we're also seeing the young guys. They are getting production from the entire order. So – it has been exciting. If they keep that going, I think they got a shot. Their offense was so much fun to it watch. It was so and, fun. And, you know, when you look at this from a, from the outside, you think the Phillies are the sixth seed and they are where they are. How did yeah. this happen? Look, this team is made of stars. Yeah. Wheeler and Nola are studs. And then look in that lineup. It's filled with MVP, sil- silver sluggers. I mean, just guys all around. Harper, Castellanos, Schwarber, JT Realmuto. And then you have guys like Brandon Marsh and Alec Bohm doing what they've been doing. So this team is full of superstars. It was just about getting hot at the right time, and they are. Yeah. I, literally, that's all you have to do. Get in, as you said, they limped into the postseason, and then you're getting it done. That's all that matters. It's a completely – it's a clean slate. It's basically a new season once you're in the postseason, and they're playing the way they need to play right now. Okay, so before we go, let's head over and take a look at the American League. A couple questions for you. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with Yankees and Guardians at this moment just because we are live on the field in Petco. So how much does this delay benefit the Astros? Oh, it's huge. I mean, obviously the delay tonight helps to a degree, especially yeah. if it if if it ends up not being played tonight, which is starting to sound like it might. Um, and by the time you're listening to this, you'll probably know. Yep. Um, but the delay, the delay is one thing. It getting to five games is another because the Astros swept the Mariners, which when you say sweep, it didn't. That was a hard fault yeah, series that, all uh, around. Yeah. They swept them, but it, hard it could have gone either way for a while there. Um. But they're able to set up their rotation now. They have Justin, they have Framber, and they have Lance McCullers ready to go, whereas whoever is advancing will not have that luxury. It is all hands on deck when you get to a game five. Garrett Cole threw 110 pitches. Yeah. Okay, 110 pitches on Sunday night and walked in the locker room today and said, I'm ready to go if you need me. I love that It's so all much. hands on deck for everybody because that. you can't plan for a game one of the no. next series. So that – 
is a huge benefit for the Houston Astros. And I think that's the biggest benefit when you're looking at a delay or anything. The fact that it got to five games, yeah. the Astros will have an advantage really in those first two games. Yeah. So this is also a big if because the game most likely could be played tonight. But if it is postponed till tomorrow, who does that benefit more? Oh, my God. Yankees? Well, that would or, benefit the Yankees yeah. more for sure uh, just because I think they're – that gives them the potential to probably get Nestor back and then Garrett get another day. But it's on ha all hands on deck for everybody involved. But I would say it would benefit the Yankees a little more. But, look, everybody wants to play the game tonight. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to wait tomorrow because guess what? The ALCS is starting when it starts no matter yep. what. They're not waiting for that series. So they want to get it done. They want to get it out of the way. And that's why we've seen them wait around for so long. But uh, I'm excited to see who wins there. And I am really, really excited for this series. I can't wait. I can't wait to be on the field and, and just feel the energy of the crowd. This is going to be fun, you guys. We are going to be live every single game, postseason from now on, NLCS, World Series, everything on Fox and FS1. And then right after, we will be live on the field talking to players, talking about the game, having a blast. She'll be on a box. It's going to be so much fun. Shorty on a box. Uh, I really am. I am so excited. So make sure you tune in tomorrow night on FS1, game one of the NLCS. Alex and I are here in person. This place is going to be special. We saw it in the last game here at Petco Park, but now we're gonna get to feel it. And really, I think our goal is to whatever we feel, to bring everybody listening and watching along with us and making them feel like they're here as well. Yeah, we're just bringing you guys along for the ride. Yeah, well said. Thank you. Uh, this has been a blast. Game one starting tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. Uh, enjoy the game between the Yankees and Guardians. Whenever that happens, if it's happening now, great, whatever. Enjoy that. We will be here for the NLCS. Let's go. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever, and follow along on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch every episode on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod. Game one tomorrow. Alex and I will be here live. See you then. Thanks for listening.